Hey there, Katie Joy, the Global Butterfly, here again, creating this podcast, part two from a follow-up from my um, podcast from yesterday, in the car, so you're going to hear the car noise in the background, again, hopefully the quality of the sound is great for you today, but I have awesome content to share with you and an update and the insights as a result of... Um, me, uh, listening to my intuition yesterday and so yesterday I, I wasn't really quite sure what to call the topic around emotional intelligence which it is um, but I really want to sort of emphasize that it's about trusting listening more than anything to your intuition and listening to the emotional needs that need to be met so I was sharing quite an emotional story with you so I was still quite in the thick of it um, and I still may cry a bit today, but we'll see. Um, I, you know, I was sharing how my my son uh, had quite the meltdown at school, and um, for the few days prior to that, he was telling me he didn't want to go. He was enjoying it, but didn't want to go because he missed me. And so I ended up, um, after sharing that story yesterday, I did make the decision to go back and. Uh, pick him up early and surprise him. So I want to pick up the story from there. So I had called the school and let them know how I felt about the situation and they sent me some photos of him settling in and playing and happily enjoying it. But I knew from experience that, you know, you can quite easily refocus your energy moving forward and overlook or um, and, and quickly shift your direction to feel good about something but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have resolved the other discord that's going on so I trusted myself and I said look I'm going to come and pick him up at one o'clock um, and surprise him and, and so when I rocked up at the school and by the way between dropping him off and going to I was so restless I was really unsettled. I was happy and excited because I knew I was going to see him, but I really couldn't focus on anything else pretty much for the day. I just took care of me. And so when I rocked up at the school, I could see that he was happily playing in the yard. It was playtime. And um, so I was very mindful and being a little discreet and heading into the office to get the early card pickup. And the vice principal, she came out and she was very understanding and very kind and um, also tried to dissuade me a little bit from collecting him and uh, I shared with him what's been going on and I was a little teary and she said yeah it looks like it's probably you know a bit, bit more maybe about you or and him as well and I'm like it's definitely both and I, I didn't want to feel like I needed to explain myself more with her there at that time because I, I kind of felt like she was trying to dissuade me from moving trusting myself so I stood my ground politely and I said, I'm going to go get him. And when I did, oh my goodness, he was like a gazelle that leapt into my arms. And he says, oh, it's my lucky day. And he was so excited. So we headed off for the day. I went and got him ice cream and well, we both had ice cream. We went and rode our bikes to a park and played in a park and pushed him in a swing and rode, you know, quite the long way back home and because he's only just recently figured out how to ride his bicycle without training wheels, which he came home from school just a few days ago saying, Mum, I want my training wheels off. I want to learn to ride without the wheels on. And so that was a great experience. He made that decision to do that. And because he decided it was, he was ready to go and he succeeded. You know, he did, for, for years I've been trying to encourage him to, to do that. But it took that decision from within himself. 
So there's another learning there. You know, when you decide, you know, you're going to have bumps and hiccups and challenges, but you won't care. You'll just be decided that I'm going to figure this out. But if you haven't decided on something and you've been coaxed or, um, you know, emotionally manipulated or, or maybe you're just not ready to do something and you haven't made that emotional commitment yet, well, then the first challenge that comes up, you throw in the towel or say, I'm not so good at this. Or, And that was my experience as well with my son. So he learned to ride his bike in the last few days. And so we went bike riding and he was very competent, extremely competent. And then he, you know, he picked some flowers for me. He was so chatty and more than usual and just really excited. We played video games. We had some good times and we had some snuggles and he was just a much happier kid again. Anyway, when we um, went to bed because we co-sleep, he snuggles up to me and he says, Mommy, thank you so much for hearing me. <sighs> Makes me want to cry. He says, I'm... I'm I'm ready to go back to school tomorrow. And I was, it was that moment it locked it in for me that, that I did the right, absolutely the right thing. He had the integration within himself to really decide for himself again that he was ready because he needed that reassurance. It was an emotional need. He just needed that reassurance after such a big shock, a change of suddenly going to school, you know, five days a week. Um, and as much as fun as it is, you know, he he didn't really have that opportunity, you know, the adjustment to it until this week. So I just wanted to sort of share that with you because one of the insights that I had, and I can't remember if I said this yesterday, that after I drove away from the school and I, I used every bit of emotional maturity within myself to not just go back to the classroom right there and then and pull him out and give him a hug and take him home for the day because I thought if I do that, he might link up if I play the emotional game then mum will always come back and I, I didn't want to do that because that would dis, disrupt his opportunity to grow through the experience but I knew that I had to go back early so um, but it was that real deciding point for me yesterday was when I, I literally drove down the road pulled up in a car park and cried my heart out and thinking to myself gosh you know I need to ring my mum so I can feel better and then I'm going to go up the road and go to Bunnings and get myself some plants because that will make me feel better so here I am strategizing how to shift my focus and do something to feel better and I could actually call my mum I had the tools to do that and it hit me so hard to realize that my son didn't have the tools the capability or the strategy the thought processes to do that here he is he's such a trooper being in the school, you know, carrying on going forward, but it's it's all he had as an option, you know. And so it was in that moment that it made me realise, my gosh, what a resilient kid and what an amazing child and all kids who do that, you know, they're moving forward. But I knew it would also be of benefit to be able to provide him with that reassurance and that skill set of his needs being met, particularly of being heard being in his power, feeling power, like he can speak to me and he can share what he needs and he knows that I'm going to do everything within my power to help support him in those needs. And so I really wanted to share this story again, you know, the second part of it, because I feel so much more emotionally balanced today. I felt great. He has felt great. He skipped off into school 
he wanted to go on through the gate on his own and he's waving bye mom have a good day so you know obviously something really shifted for him by having that connection he felt more trust he felt reassured he felt he knew that I had of his back um, and he knew that he was supported in the environment that he is in as well so you know I work with people entrepreneurs visionaries artists healers and go-getters a lot of super achievers right who you know some are, are dealing with life traumas and dramas that they know that they have and some you know don't they don't have any of that but they still have blocks they struggle to you know certain life patterns that show up but there's like they wonder why because there was no significant trauma in their life or any particular event that that should really typify such a, a, a symptom in their life but every time I've worked with people and we go into the energetics of it it's always it's most often in that period between zero and seven where there was an emotional need not met they weren't seen heard or felt they didn't feel they had that experience and so of course with my knowledge my experience I certainly made sure that my kid was going to be feeling as balanced as he could at this stage so that he doesn't have to have these issues unwound in the future as an adult that I can really guide and support him through his process to be truly the light leader that he is because he is a magnificent light leader the kid is telepathic he is you know really really exceptional with his psychic senses as well um, and I don't want any hindrance to any of that so I'm supporting him through that process and the truth is we all have intuitive abilities these intuitive intuitive abilities are all your different psychic abilities um, you know some people limit them because they put certain labels and rules around them but um, and, and some most for most people the intuition is limited and disconnected because of lots of disruptions to the signals of the of the brain and the body and the heart uh, including toxins you know layers of toxins and fluoride in the water that disrupts the pineal gland and but also it's trauma anything that's trauma based and it could be physical trauma and, and obviously sexual trauma falls under that bracket as well though it is its own category but there's emotional trauma verbal trauma um, there's chemical trauma there's all sorts of different traumas that can occur that can disrupt us emotionally and then if we don't deal with them in that moment and learn the skills and the strategies to work through them and dissolve them neutralize them then what happens is they just get stored in our subconscious mind until something else comes along and triggers them again and might be a person it might be an event or it might be a series of things but it's going to reinitiate that whole cascade of experiences all over again until that is dealt with and so that's what I ultimately do I work with people to be able to clear those energetic blocks I also have ex exceptional skills in the marketing and business online to be able to then apply personalized tailored soul aligned strategies to be able to fulfill your, your soul mission moving forward so if you haven't yet got on my email list but you'd like to stay in contact stay in touch and also get my free heart activation meditation as well as my 111 positive affirmations for spiritual ascension then make sure you make your way to my website at www.theglobalbutterfly.com and um, feel free to find me on Facebook and connect with me there uh, my business page is Katie Joy the global butterfly 
And if you want to find me personally, then it's Ms. Katie Joy. That's MS, Katie Joy. Um, it's my personal page. You can follow me there. If you do friend me, you will get to see more posts. But you don't just send a friend request. Uh, I never accept those unless they have a private message sent saying, hi, and just acknowledge me. Send, you know, shake my hand and look me in the eye and say hello. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want a chance to be able to connect with me in that level, you can too. Send me a message there. Anyway, much love, light, and lots of blessings. May you go manifest miracles, magic, and more. Clear the energy blocks and live your best life. Bye.